Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine and joyful way is your goal, this show is for you. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm really feeling summer. Summer is officially here and I'm feeling that heat and that sense of energy and just things really opening up in the world. So I'm currently running Thrive Beautifully, my women's mastermind and Money Beautifully, my program for clearing your money blocks. So it's a really vibrant time as well, a lot of transformation and change happening in my clients and in my world. Three of my clients this week shared that they've had their biggest month ever, which is really, really amazing. Super, super excited. So today I'm going to rewind. I'm going to rewind quite a long way and I'm going to share how I quit my nine to five because like many of you, I did once have a regular job. I haven't always been an entrepreneur. I started my first business when I was 30. But before then, I worked in a nine to five. So I'm going to start by painting a picture of what it felt like at that time for me and then sharing some of the things that helped me take the leap and some of the things I chose to believe in. I'm going to rewind to that point when I made the leap. What was I thinking? What was I believing? And how did I make it work? So if you're someone that's in a job right now who's feeling this calling to set up your own business, or if you're feeling this pull towards creating a lifestyle with more freedom, perhaps with an online business, then this one is for you. So there I was working in a job in advertising, which actually I had literally fallen into. I think that's a story for another episode. I literally fell into my job in advertising. I was working in one of London's top advertising agencies as a media planner, working on very prestigious car accounts. But deep down, I wasn't feeling fulfilled. It was a very fun time. The whole dot-com boom was beginning. I started working in the area of digital media planning and buying. There was a lot of money, a lot of excitement, a lot of creative possibilities. And it was a really fun working environment. We even had our own bar at work. We did work some long hours. We had a bar at work and we had our own swipe card for the bar and it would automatically link to your salary and be deducted at the end of the month. (laughs) And I always remember the swipe card, which I've probably still got somewhere. And the logo was half prawn, half cow. So the head was the prawn 
and the back half was the cow because the bar was called the prow. And if you worked at this company, you will know <laughs> exactly what I'm talking about. There were many perks. There were trips abroad. There was corporate entertaining, lots of parties, the bar at work. It was a fun, young, creative environment to be in. But deep down, I knew that I wasn't doing what I was here to do. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. And this resulted in me feeling depressed. I actually got diagnosed as depressed. But I knew deep down there was a reason I was depressed because I wasn't doing work that was aligned to me. I wasn't doing work that fulfilled me. And we spend so much of our time, of our lives at work or engaged in work can have a huge impact on how we feel about ourselves and about life when we're doing something that's not aligned to us, that's not a match for us, or that is just no longer the best fit because we outgrow jobs. I think this is really important. There was a time when I enjoyed this job and there was a time when it no longer felt like the right fit. I found the commute from East to West London really stressful, being packed in the tube every day. It was exhausting and draining. I found the politics at work stressful. And my job required me to sometimes recommend things and say things that I didn't believe. So how did I find a way out? Well, I was living in Clerkenwell which is really central in London. In fact, I used to be able to walk to work, which was pretty damn amazing. And that definitely helped with the commute. I had this tiny, tiny room that was so small that the wardrobe was actually outside the room. But I absolutely loved living in a place that I could walk around London. So I was in this little room and it had a red carpet I'd painted the walls this deep pink and it had orange and gold curtains. It was my crazy little creative sanctuary. And one day, the only day I ever did this, I took a sick day off work when I wasn't sick. A sickie as they're known. I just was drained and exhausted and I just wanted to claim some time for myself. And on that day, I sat on my red carpet on the floor and I took out a big piece of paper, an A3 piece of paper. And I thought to myself, what would my dream life look like if I could do anything, if I could be anything, experience anything? From where I stand right now, what would that look like? And I was really into yoga at the time, so I thought, well, I'll be doing yoga, I'll be eating healthily, I'll feel really energised, I'll be by the sea, I'll be living on an island, I'll be doing something creative that I love. So I had pieces of this vision, I wrote them all down. And that's really when it started to birth into the world. Just that clarity and putting it onto paper was so powerful. And it took time. It took time to create the confidence and to figure out how to do this. 
And one of the first things I did before I quit my job was I took the plunge and I got a mortgage because I knew it would take a whole amount of time before I had the income and the status as a self-employed person that they needed to loan me for a house. So I did this before I leapt. And I was pretty smart about it. Instead of buying in the fanciest area, buying a one-bedroom apartment, I actually bought a whole house in a up-and-coming area of East London. So because I had a house, I could rent out other bedrooms to other students. And I decided to go back to college and study. I had always been creative. Creativity ran through my veins. And I decided I could no longer live without it. A part of me just knew. I didn't know how, but I just knew that it was possible to earn good money doing something you love. I just knew that. I didn't know how, but I knew it was possible and I could feel it. So I applied for an interior design course and I won a place on that. And in the evenings, I would work in Paper Chase. If you're listening to this in your English, you've probably heard of Paper Chase. I don't know if it's still there, but it used to have this superstore on Tottenham Court Road, which sold the most amazing things, stationary things, paper goods, just lovely designed things. And after college, in the evenings, me and my fellow student who was on the course with me, Rachel, we would stock the shelves at Paper Chase in the evenings after work. It was actually really fun. And it was quite a novelty. I'd come from a serious career and then there I was in a job that was zero pressure. And I've got to say there was something I quite enjoyed about that. So how did I do it financially? Well, I've shared with you that I did rent rooms to pay my mortgage, but I still needed money to live. And I think it's really important here to share something that I feel blocks a lot of people making the leap. I did not have savings. I did not have a nest egg when I took the leap. Of course, I would have liked one, but with where my salary was at at the time and my outgoings and living in London, I just couldn't seem to build up a nest egg. Remember, this was before I did the work on my money story. So unconsciously, I was running the story. There's never enough money. I never have enough. It goes out as fast as it comes in. Oh, plus, I was all earning quite a modest salary. But... I had this belief that there are always ways to make money and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. So I had to swallow some humble pie and I went from being in a prestigious job where I was constantly invited out to lunch, out to dinner at London's best restaurants, which I loved, all paid for. I was constantly courted to go on trips and adventures and parties. I went from this place to working, stacking the shelves in paper chase, to waitressing at Lord's Cricket Ground, to waitressing at Jewish weddings, 
to temping on reception in private banks. I did some weird and wonderful things during those few years of setting up my business. And I learned a lot. I got exposed to all different kinds of people. Some of the jobs were really enjoyable. I even worked at Posh and Beck's management company on reception for a while, which was fun. These were all temporary assignments or part-time work. And I did these for the first few years as I started my business. So I studied for two years and then I started my business. Now it takes a few years to get the full-time income off the ground if you're coming to something completely new. So it's great to have other revenue streams. Now, as I said, I didn't have savings. I didn't have a nest egg. I also didn't have a husband or family to support me. Amazing if you do. That's another way to be supported as you transition. But I found a way to make it work and that way is possible for you. And you never know the people you're going to meet, the opportunities you're going to have when you put yourself into these new worlds. It was actually great networking doing temp work and it was pretty well paid. I look back on some of those assignments with a great fondness now from where I stand. So when I quit my job, I had this huge sense of relief. I was free. I was free from feeling trapped in a job. I no longer had to pretend to be someone I wasn't. I no longer had to hide what I thought. I no longer had to hide who I was. I was in control of my own life and destiny. And I didn't know how I was going to make it this work, but I knew, I knew that I would. And I knew that it was just going to get better and better from here on in. I had this huge sense of mental and emotional freedom. I felt alive. It was a hugely liberating time in my life. And surprisingly for me, I was amazed at how many of my colleagues came up to me and said, wow, I can't believe you've done this. I'm so envious. Oh, I wish I could do what you've done. I wish I could leave. It was incredible how many people had dreams inside them or had this longing to make the leap, but didn't feel safe enough to do so. Once I'd freed myself, opportunities seemed to come in from everywhere. I applied for a Love Island type reality series. This was before they were on television. And I just saw an advert in the newspaper for single people to come and audition. And I went through a series of auditions. And because I had the time, I was available to do this. And I was one of 10 women chosen to fly off to a tropical island with 10 men with the goal of making couples. (laughs) So we flew off to the tropical island of Jamaica to a five-star resort, all expenses paid, and we did speed dating, and we did waterfall jumping, and all sorts of amazing 
activities with the goal of matchmaking us. And then it was serialized in the newspaper. And yes, <laughs> I do have the cuttings. And yes, it was embarrassing. And I, this is a whole other episode. There's so much I could share about what I learned from that experience. But one thing that happened was that I brought home a husband for my friend. So I thought that was just such an amazing fairy tale ending to that trip. And I did actually go on a few years later to photograph their wedding when I started my wedding photography business. But what I want to share with you today is that the unexpected opens up when you dare to take the leap, when you push yourself outside your comfort zone, when you decide that you're going to figure it out, that no matter what happens, you'll figure out and you're willing to do whatever it takes. So I want to finish today by sharing some of the things I chose to believe that I think will help you if you're in this place of wanting to pivot or quit or make a change in your working life. Number one, I don't need a huge nest egg behind me. I watch so many people saying they'll do it when they've saved more or they just need to get more money behind them. What you're really seeking is safety and you can create that safety in other ways. No amount of money will make you feel safe enough. This is just a way of not having to take the leap, of not having to be uncomfortable. Number two, there are always ways to make money. Like sometimes when we're working towards a bigger goal, we have to eat humble pie. One of my clients right now, she's cleaning. She's cleaning toilets to get her business off the ground. She's doing whatever it takes. And I am insanely proud of that. And I know already incredible things are coming her way. Number three, this is absolutely the right move for me and it will somehow work out. This is what I chose to believe. This is the right move for me. I trust my intuition. I trust what I'm being pulled to and somehow it'll work out. Number four, I chose to believe it is possible for me to make good money doing something I love. I chose to believe that other people were doing it. Why was it not possible to me? I just needed to study and learn and figure it out. Number five, it's okay not to know exactly how this is going to work out. I don't need to have a plan all mapped out. This is another one that really holds people back, wanting to figure out all the steps from A to Z before they take the leap. You know, they're not presented to you until you take the leap. This is the magic. This is the magic you have inside you that gets activated. That opportunities, people, things come in when you follow your heart. Number six, my well-being, freedom and energy is more important than financial security. My well-being freedom and energy is more important than financial security. So putting my happiness in front of a stable income. And number seven was I have to do this and I'll figure it out. I have to do this and I'll figure it out. So I hope today's 
episode has entertained and inspired you, let me know by screenshotting this episode and sharing on Instagram stories. I always love to hear when you're enjoying these episodes and what you would like to hear from me. I have so many stories to tell and I really, really love recording these for you. Have an amazing week. So if you're someone that's craving the freedom of working online, craving the freedom of being able to work from anywhere, perhaps work as you travel, perhaps split your time between different places like I have done for about 13 years now. And having an online business has enabled me to do that. If this is a dream for you, or if you have started your business, but it's not really making money yet. So you're kind of along the way you've taken the leap, but you're like, damn, this isn't quite working as I need it to. Well, I have good news for you. I am working behind the scenes on something brand new to support you. There's nothing to see yet. There's nothing to share yet, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm cooking. (laughs) I am cooking something in the background. So if this sounds like something you want to know more about, you are welcome to DM me on Instagram and I will share more as the cake bakes. Have a wildly abundant week. See you again next week.